Amazing. Welcome to Cover 49. I am your host, Tesh, and Brian Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. Got my main man, Chrissy Chris, in the house. What's going on, Chrissy Cruz? What's up, America? Holla. And the bag man, Jamal, that just got done laying hardwood floors down, working his uh, full-time job and doing hardwood floors. Hardest, Mackin- hardest working man in the room. What's up, Jamal? Yeah, laying down <laughs> the wood is what you should have said. It's laying down the wood. And I'm sipping on Corona Seltzer tonight. That's the drink. Our, our uh, non-sponsor is Corona Seltzer's. No, Corona period. We'll take the Premier, the Familia, the Celsa, whatever else, the Lamaritas they got. The Familiar. Yeah. Those are those are they're, they're pretty dangerous. They got a lot of alcohol in there. They don't got they a lot of alcohol juice. in there, bro. It's like four percent if that. <laughs> oh, bro. Come on now. How much? How much? Four point five. Four point five. That's way more than a uh, a wine cooler. And ninety calories. Come yeah. on, man. We drink IPAs on the show. We drink nine percent around here. A little hazy. Nine percent IPAs, IPAs at nine percent. Yes, they're up Literally. there. The IPAs are way up there. We got General Sherm from the uh Tioga Sakoya at five five nine, you know, that's seven point five. Then we got the Valley Haze, six point four. You know, what I'm saying we can get we can go, you know, only the best though, Tesh. Only the best. You're acting like these are baseball cards and you're reading the back of them right now. <laughs> oh, you sound like a hater. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a soda drinker. Exactly. It sounds like a Mr. Pib. Hey, man, I told you guys. Quit drinking soda in the beginning of the year. I've been drinking water. Sometimes, like Kirkman. Sometimes, like Kirkman. sometimes I mess around with a sweet tea. And the occasional wine cooler, apparently. Uh, I, I got myself, what is that, like, uh, or a duel? You look like an old duel type of drinker. A duels? Is that an Irish drink? <laughs> no, that's a test drink. That's a test drink. That's a non-alcoholic beer. So how many... Corona Celsius was Richard Sherman in when he got in his car accident. He's about a 12 pack. Uh, I don't know. Richard Sherman's a bigger man than that. Very hard liquor. Yeah. And back on the Henny. Yeah, that's what they were saying. That was he was on, he was drinking the Henny. Oh, the Hendo, huh? You got any stories from the Henny, Chris? Ah, uh, man. Well, I gotta ask Chris my, that. uh, why? That's racist. <laughs> my, that is pretty racist. I am a tequila drinker. You know what I'm saying? I mess with the Don Julio. But, I do have a Hennessy stories from fellow compadres. Uh, Any you willing to share? Yeah, I got I got a few. Uh, shout out my uh, my triad my triad gang, my five five nine fellow friends that I do sip with sometimes. They are on the privilege though. You got to step your game up, not just the regular Henny. You got to do the privilege. You got to pay the extra fifteen dollars for the fifth. You know, you got to drink that good stuff. That's probably what he was on. And it will have to be pretty acting foolish, like Richard Sherman. So, put down the hand. Hand no. Jamal, you got any Hennessy stories? Yeah, they used to be the drink of choice back in the good old days. But um, I lost a bet and had to do a uh, shot of uh, Hennessy and some milk. And that kind of turned me off of it for life. Hennessy and milk. Hennessy and milk. Yeah, lost a bet. I heard a lot of Hennessy combinations, but I never heard of Hennessy and milk. What you was what was up. what was the bet on that? I think I lost a beer pong game, and um, that was the uh, punishment for losing. Oh my gosh, that hurts my stomach right now. Yeah, it hurt yeah. my soul. 
That, does, that doesn't taste good. Mm-mm. It didn't. Hennessy and milk. Now I'm sipping on Corona Seltzers now. <laughs> um. So Richard Sherman's uh, drinking a little bit too much Hennessy. Uh, what's that? Isn't there like a Hennessy white gold or something like that? Yeah. It's a white hand. White hand. Yeah. White hand. That that one's that one's like rare to get or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. You gotta know somebody or know somebody. Yeah, basically. You gotta hit that cover forty nine type of pass. You gotta know somebody. Know somebody. Well, I think probably Richard Sherman probably knows somebody knows somebody, right? Yeah. And so he's drinking some Hennessy. Uh, Richard Sherman ends up getting into a car accident, which I think the man's very lucky that he got in a car accident in a construction site and not anybody else. That would have been real bad. Uh, oh, hell yeah. The rule number one is you don't drink and drive. Am I right, fellas? Oh, hell no, nah, man. We got drivers. We got money. We got drivers. Uber. Uber everywhere. That's right. Uber everywhere or have your own driver. The DD. That's right. Always. Or just call your boy Tesh, bro. He'll be there in a heartbeat. I'll pick anybody up. No, that's a fact. I'll pick anybody up. All right, Tesh. I'm going to call you next week. Uh, You live in Fresno. I'm going to pick you up. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) see. Damn, I'm going to die. I needed you too, Tesh. I needed you too, man. Oh. I'm watching in 2012 Niners versus Jets week four, and they got Tim Tebow and Mark Sanchez in the backfield at the same time. And Tim Tebow chips the edge and just sets a mean block on Ahmed Brooks. Should have played tight end like in 2012. <laughs> like what, eight years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, so he gets in a car accident in the construction site. We all agree that you need a DD, call Uber. The man's rich enough to have a dang limo pick him up. Fun fact, I know a guy who knows a guy that said that every time that Frank Gore goes out, he used to hire a limo every single time. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. Nice yeah. Right there. And classy. Yeah. Nope, very true, very true. Um, and so he gets into a car accident at a construction site, and he goes to his father-in-law's house. Now, the thing is, he owns a house, but I guess the in-laws live in there. And uh, there's just some videos that were released, right? And you can't really, I mean, it's not the whole video. It's probably like a minute of it. And he's trying to batter the ram down and he's trying to challenge his father-in-law into a fight, which, uh, you know, I've never. Is that a test move? I was going to say. No, no, I would never dream of to get in a fight with the father-in-law. I wouldn't win that fight either, though. I wouldn't win that fight. Open your ass right there. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Shout out Dougie Fresh. Hey man, shout out! You remember his name, huh? <laughs> uh, I never forget. I told you I never met no Doug before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Jamal, your thoughts on him not being able to knock down that door? I mean, clearly he was a little drunk, so his center balance was off. And um, I don't remember if he used his shoulder—the whole shoulder approach where it's at, man. But uh, his technique yeah, was no, a little I, off. I watched the video for a quick, like five, ten seconds. I couldn't watch it, man. It was uh, a little heartbreaking for me. But, um, yeah, man, um, I don't know if he was drunk at early stages of CTE, possibly. Oh, shoot. You never want to say that. But, uh, um, I mean, shoot, the stuff that, that we were hearing, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you heard the, you know, that's, one that's not, uh, that's not, that doesn't sound like Richard Sherman. You know what I mean? The, the guy that we supposedly, you know, thought we had a, a grasp of who we were, but 
or he was. So, like you said, it, it could be. You know, I'm not saying we're not we're not wishing that on him, but with the way it is now, because even uh, Jay Cutler is uh, already saying that uh, mm-hmm. he's already feeling like the CTE stuff is coming. Cutler said that, huh? Jay Cutler. One of my favorite non 49ers ever. I just used to love watching him play. Yeah. He's yeah. Okay. He was like a cannon. He just didn't care what people thought about him. Yeah. Um, Yo, God. So you, always, you said you only watched 10, like 10 seconds of the video. At the end of the video shows him walking away from the door and he does like uh, stumble a little bit. Like his, uh, his balance was off. Like the little dead man walk or dead man, drunk man walk. You know what I'm talking about? You get, you get a little stumble, chip over your feet a little bit. Chris doesn't know anything about that. He has impeccable balance. Exactly. Sober, drunk. I'm, I got two good right feet. Two <laughs> right feet. Um, but, Chris, did you listen to the phone call where his wife called the uh, 911 and the operator picked up? Is that the right word, the operator? Dispatcher. Yeah, or dispatcher. 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 You did you listen to that one? A little bit of it. I just know she kept emphasizing that he is not armed and nobody has been harmed. But we do need assistance. Yeah, so but, Jamal, did you did you hear the tone of voice the dispatcher was talking with? Yeah, man. No, I listened to it a few times, and it, every time I listened to it, it just pissed me off more. Like the unprofessionalism, the lack of sincerity. I mean, she came off as a stone cold bitch. I mean, hmm. when you're calling nine one one, you're expecting to get assistance ASAP. ASAP. Yeah. You don't know, know the situation. I mean, I understand that she needs to get information for the family where it is what's going on so you can make the dispatch to the police or now one or whoever but um man she was she was a bitch i hope she got fired (laughs) i mean i don't think we ever wanted anybody to get fired but i just i didn't i I can't understand how you could act like that when someone else is you know going through something like that yeah Yeah, let the police ask her her voice how scared she was what'd you say chris no, I'm saying that if she was, uh, she should have let the police uh, handle, like, asking all those questions and all that. But, you know what I'm saying? Just ask yeah. where it is, location, and then, you know, just dispatch them out there and then let them be the judge of the situation. Because her yeah, job is to get this information and then relay it to the police, and that's it. So I did I, feel like – I'm just saying, as a, for, as a former EMT, man, like, time is as of, of the essence. Like, you got to get them in there ASAP. You spending yeah. three minutes on the phone just bullshitting with them. That's three minutes. The police, well, the ambulance could get there faster. Very true. Very true. No, well said. Nothing else to say about that. And so, cops get called. He never gets let into the house. And I guess one thing led to another, and they got in a wrestling match with him. And the dogs got called out, and the dogs ended up uh, um, calming him down a little bit. I guess you could say wrestling to the ground and. He went into the slammer and do not pass go. Yeah, 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 go straight to jail. He got arrested like Monday morning or something like that, and then they didn't let him talk to a judge or place bail till Thursday. Um, Oh damn, he did a seventy-two one, huh? Yeah, seventy-two hours, huh? Which is which is kind of weird too, because usually they don't let you get bail if they think you're like a flight risk. Like Richard Sherman just like you know disappeared or whatever. Somebody would recognize him anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, but Jamal, where do you go from here for Richard Sherman, man? That's tough, man. I mean, um, you were saying it was on like a 72 hour hold, man, but I was thinking more like a 5150 hold, just hold him, hold there, just 
get some sort of understanding of where Psyche's at. Because, I mean, uh, his wife mentioned that he wanted to kill himself. Um, he, she went in detail what's going on with him. So he's clearly in a dark spot right now. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. So, I completely he needs to get some help right now. He did say he came out with an IG post by him being in a dark place the last few months. Um, like I said, I hope it's not CTE. But, um, you know, after losing Greg Clark just last week, you know, it's, it's on everyone's mind. And it's probably uh, also on his mind, too, that, you know, his career might be over. You know what I'm saying? That it's not, but uh, that it is. But, I mean, he's probably having that realization that uh, that, that phone's not going to be ringing, you know? It, or if, he, if it is, it's not for what he's, you know, looking for. So that could uh, set in, you know, the <clears throat> reality of having to uh, adjust to the normal life, you know? No, but Truman's a smart dude, man. He knows. So obviously, he's there. He's got to wait for the right team to call him. You know, injury happens at training camp. He'll get a phone call. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it, it could be, it could be, both things can be true, right? Uh, shout out to uh, Ray Rattle. Um, well, not Ray Rattle. Ray, uh, <laughs> Razor. Ralph Barry Abbey. How you say that? You know? uh, yep. The Razor. Um, two things can be equally true. That was his saying back in the day. Um he could be upset that he hasn't been signed yet, but he knows that I feel like Sherman wants to be that type of player. Not yet where he feels like he could get one more big contract. You know what I mean? So I think that's upsetting him where he's realizing that he is going to be one of those players that probably gets signed in week three of training camp. Let's say like the jets, right? The jets have a, a young corners. They have a coaching staff that knows him. They probably know like, okay, we can bring in Richard Sherman a little bit later on a way cheaper deal. You know what I mean? So if you're getting assigned the third week of uh, training camp or there's only two training camp or the third, there's only two preseason games, right? Three. Three? Wow. Uh, and so if you're getting signed at the last preseason game, you're not going to be getting you no know, three years, 24 million or something like that. You know what I mean? You're going to get the uh, league right. minimum. One, one year prove a deal. One year prove a deal, one year maybe not even start and just mentoring guys deal, you know what I mean? And so yeah. that can be a spot where Richard Sherman didn't imagine himself being. And, you know, he, he's a guy with a big ego, like we all know he is. But, you know, we all got to say a little prayer for Richard Sherman because at the end of the day, no matter how much I didn't like him before he was a Niner and it took a lot for me to even root for him, he still was a Niner. He still was a good Niner. Um, everything that was turned around in the defensive-wise was because of him and his leadership. And we're all rooting for the guy. We all want him to get past his dark times. Jamal, I know you like him a lot more than I do. You got anything to say to Richard Sherman? Yeah, he's going to get the help he needs, that's for sure. He got the money, too. He's got the NFL behind his back. 49ers are his force as well. Um, hey, just got to – I mean, we don't know the guy, man. We don't know what's going on in his head. Hopefully he gets the help he needs. And uh, hopefully he gets back on the field sooner than later. Well said, well said, Chrissy Chris. Richard Sherman. Yeah, no, nah, just piggyback on everything you guys said. No, nah, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Um, you know, we all go through some hard times in our lives. You know, it's, uh, the support system is kind of what uh, helps us get through it. You know, having a good team around us, a lot of family and friends, uh, teammates, you know, um, just to help us get through those dark times. And like you said, he's going to get the help that he needs. 
I'm all in support for that. You know, like you said, uh, it took a while to for me to be a Rich Sherman fan for all the times in Seattle. But you know, take the take that part aside. You know, he's still a human being, and just hope that uh, he just bounces back. You know, if he doesn't play, you know, anymore, or if he takes out the year just to get his life together, and then you know, bounces back, then everybody loves the recovery story. You know, the comeback. So everybody loves but, the comeback. Yep. Yep. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit and go back into the past. Uh, last week I was watching the 1994 divisional round uh, playoff game against the Chicago Bears where the Niners just put it on them and they had no business being on the field with the Niners that year. I don't think anybody had a, any business being with the Niners that year. Maybe one of the greatest teams ever. Definitely top five. Would you put the 1994 49ers in the top five of all time? Chris. Uh, yeah. They had some swag. They had a lot of Hall of Famers on that team. Um, shit, a hell of a rookie class. To be honest with you. What was it? What, Brian Young. Uh, what, Tim McDonald. Who else is on there that, that they drafted? Lee well, well that, that's what I was going to get into. But, uh, Jamal, do you think the 1994 49ers team is a top five 49ers team of all time? Uh, top five 49ers team of all time? or just Top five. All Any time. team of all time. Uh, That's tough. Yeah, I'd say it's up there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Top five. So uh, Chris had alluded to it a little bit, um, and there was – that was a heck of a draft. So that's where I was going to get into, the 1994 draft. For that team to be that great, I mean, of course, they had Dion. Of course, they had Jerry. Then of course, they had uh, Ricky Waters, right, and then Steve Young. And, and that was – J.J. Stokes was on that team, too, wasn't he? Yes. Um, no, no, he wasn't. I still, but I still got to give J.J. Stokes. <laughs> we should just call ourselves the uh, Covered J.J. Stokes podcast. He seems like he comes up a lot on the I'm show. Quit if that's, a, if that's a new name. <laughs> so check it out, man. They had Brian Young. Uh, not in the Hall of Fame yet, but Brian Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. Um. And then they had William Floyd, which William Floyd was an absolute beast. Uh, anytime they got in the red zone, they were giving that man the ball. Um, Kevin Mitchell, Tyrone Drakeford, Doug Bryan, Corey Fleming, Tony Peterson, and then Lee Woodall. So Lee Woodall was drafted in the sixth round, and my man played till 2001 and was – a starter the whole time, you know what I mean? So to get a six round starter to play till 2001 uh, is something amazing. Um, but what I want to get into is Jamal. Who that? Name oh. me your biggest draft hit off the top of your head right now. Biggest draft hit. I mean, you can go, uh, you can go like recent go grab Nick Bosa second overall or first round but um I mean I'm gonna go I'm gonna go old school I'm gonna think it's 81 1981 they grabbed uh Charles Haley in the fourth round I think third third or fourth round like 81 Charles Haley Hall of Famer well I'm in 1981 and he's not even drafted in 81 oh no it's a late night talk show late night talk show one a.m. in uh, East Coast well, time. I know he was like a fourth round pick back in the day, so that's my pick. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you know, but yeah, he was a Hall of Famer regardless. 
86. Oh, 86. Whatever. 86. Hall of Fame. <laughs> there he is. The same draft we got John Taylor, Tom Ratman, Steve Wallace. Bro, that's a draft right there. That's a heck of a draft right there. Chrissy Chris. Name me a uh, draft hit. I'm going to go with uh, Dante Pettis, 2018. <laughs> Second round. I said. Wait, wait, wait. I got more. I got more. Done. Ruben Foster. First round. Ruben Foster. Is he even still in the league? No. Hold on. It gets better. Solomon Thomas. Same draft. First round. 2007. Oh, John Lynch fuck up show right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to go. I don't know if it was the 12th overall or 7th overall. I'm going to go Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Who's that? One of the one of my uh, future Hall of Famers in my book. Heck yeah, two thousand six. I'm hell saying two thousand six. Saying two thousand six. Hell of a guy too, Patrick Willis. Pete Will is a hell of a guy. Nope, I was wrong. It wasn't two thousand six. It was like twelve. No, nah, it was like. Uh, no, nah, he got drafted the same year as Joe Staley. I know that. People are laughing at us right now. Hey man. It was oh seven, right? Coming was oh seven. 07. Oh, I was off by one year. 07. Got it. Welcome. Patrick Willis, Joe Staley, and then a wide receiver, Jason Hill, Jamal's boy. Ray McDonald, Deshaun Golson, Joe Cohan, Terrell Brown, Thomas Clinton. So that's, that's a pretty good draft, man. If you go Patrick Willis, Joe Staley, Ray McDonald, Deshaun Golson, and Terrell Brown, all NFL starters. That's not bad. All NFL, all NFL starters and two Hall of Famers, two future Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Joe Staley, Hall of Famer? Most death. In time. In time. All right. So let's how far do you guys want to go back? How far are you guys? We're gonna we're gonna judge the Free Niners drafts. How far do you guys want to go back? I mean let's, this is going from two thousand. Two thousand? Oh boy. All right, here we go. That's twenty one years. That's twenty one years, Tess. You guys gonna give me? Uh, you guys gonna give me your draft grades, okay? For two thousand, Julian Peterson, <gasps> Ahmed Plummer, John Engelberger, Jason Webston, Giovanni Carmazai, Jeff Obrick, John Keith, Paul Smith, John Millam, Tim Rattay, and Brian Jennings. Ooh, that's like about a C minus right there. They D minus. <laughs> Jamal, what you giving that? That's definitely a D minus. B minus. D. D. No, D, D as in dog. D as in dog. Dude, I am giving this. I'm giving in that draft. That we I'm, giving this, I'm giving this an A. Hell no, tonight, man. Oh my god. Okay, look here. Julian Peterson, right? Judy, Julian Peterson played in the NFL for ten years, and he played like in one season. He played all eleven positions. That's cool. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the thing. Look it up. He played all 11 positions. He played all 11 positions so in one game. Me, tell me Chad Pennington would have been a better option than Julian Peterson. No, nah, Julian Peterson was ahead of his time. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, fool said 11 positions, bro, in one <laughs> game. Get out of here. That's a I'm going to send you the link. I'm going to send you the link. He played 11 positions in one game. Okay, so look, he played 10 years, right? The average NFL player played for two years, so he played for 10 years. Ahmed Plummer, how many years did he start for us? It doesn't matter. Oh, well, four or five years. Goat right there, and you did not take him. 
Who? Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, nobody took Tom Brady. We had, didn't we draft two quarterbacks ahead of him? Yeah, we drafted yeah. Uh, Giovanni Carmazzai and then and Tim Rattay. No, I'm giving that an A, man. I'm giving that an A because you got yeah, no, Jason no. Webster, who's also an NFL starter, Jeff Ulbrich, who's an, also an NFL starter, and Tim Rattay, who was a backup. The team was shit back then, so everyone's starting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. You know what? There's no winning with you guys. You guys could be wrong, and I can be right. You said, Tom, you said two whack like crazy ass things in that whole segment. <laughs> you said Julian Peterson started all 11 positions in one game. Well, no, that's in one that's season. Fact, in fact. one season. Oh, okay. And then I think you said that was, game, an a plus, that was an A draft. No. Tim no. Julian Peterson, if man, Julian Peterson is so ahead of his time. I mean, I like Julian Peterson. He was good. Good 98. He was good. All right, here we go. 2001, Andre Carter. Jamie Winborn, Kevin Barlow, Cedric Wilson, Rashard Holman, Menson Holloway, Alex Lincoln, and Eric Johnson. What you giving this uh, draft, Jamal? I mean, without looking who we didn't draft and we did draft, give me, I'd say, a B minus. B minus. B minus, because Eric Johnson was a pretty serviceable tight end. Andrew Carter was I with us. Um, yeah, I got to know who was picked around those guys, though. Yeah, we're not doing all that research. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Chris. Oh, my God. I love this. What, what, what are you giving the 2001 drive? I'm going to still keep it about a C. You know what I'm saying? Nothing blew me away. It's, it's uh, top heavy, but then when you get to the bottom, it kind of averages itself out. So I'm, I'm going to say about a C. I'll give you guys, I'll, I'll agree with you guys on this one. C. And the only reason why it's not as deep is because Eric Johnson married Jessica Simpson. Good for him. So, you know, she thought tuna was chicken. What? She thought chicken by the sea was chicken. But it's actual tuna. When you're that rich, you can think whatever you want. <laughs> All right, 2002. You got Mike Rumpf. This is an F draft already. Oh Salim Rashid. <laughs> Jeff Ooh. Chandler, Jesus, we drafted Jeff Chandler in the fourth, a kicker. Ooh. Kevin Curtis, Brandon Doman, Josh Shaw, Mark Anelli, Eric Heitman, Kyle Kozer, and Teddy Gaines. That's an F. F. <laughs> That's an F. Jamal? That's a what's it, what's I'm going to say D minus only because Heitman and Kyle Kozer play for a little while. It's a D minus. Oh, a D as in dog? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But okay, so look, you gave that a D minus, but in the 2000 draft, you have like six players who played longer than seven years. I know Tom Brady. You didn't bring in Tom Brady. It's an F. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, 2003. You got everybody's favorite, Kwame Harris, Anthony Adams, who is uh, internet famous now, uh, uh, Andrew Williams, Brandon Lloyd, Aaron Walker, Arnes Battle, and Ken Dorsey. What do you give this one, Chris? Uh, about another, like, C-plus, I guess, type draft. I mean, shit. <laughs> we didn't get no starters out of there. If they were on our team, they would back up. So, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, hits, you know, starters. So, my man uh, uh, was not drafting that well in the early 2000s. But those were rough years for us, though, obviously. Wasn't uh, Brent Jones the GM back then? Yes. 
RIP. RIP. Better player than GM. Uh, Jamal, what do you give this draft? You said Brent Jones? Yeah. No, Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. Wrong white guy. And, and that <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> we love our Caucasian fan base. Late night, late night talk show. Late night talk show. 1 a.m. East Coast time. Working on two. Yeah, the bars are closing. <laughs> Jamal, what do you give this draft, man? Uh, C as in cats. C. Only because Brian Lloyd was uh, – he's all right. I like real. That's it, though. I give this a D. And <laughs> only because if Brian Lloyd wasn't in there, that'd be an F. Yeah. Uh, so, the Niners go on trying to find a wide receiver in 2004. And they draft Rashawn Woods, oh, Justin man. Smiley, Shantae Spencer, Derek Hamilton, Isaac Sopawaga, Richard Siegler, Andy Lee. Uh, is Andy Lee still punting? Uh, I'm not sure. Keith uh, Lewis. It might, be Arizona. it might be Arizona. Keith Lewis, the bull rider Cody Pickett, and Kristen Ferreira. Jamal, what do you give this draft class? Boy, this is going to be a uh, definitely a D. D plus, maybe D plus. It's not good, man. Andy Lee probably <laughs> saves it. <laughs> That's crazy when a punter saves the team. <laughs> Chris, what do you what do you give it? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to ride on that uh, the same same bandwagon as uh, yeah that that it's about a D. Like you said, Andy Lee saves it. Uh, you, when you draft, you want to pick starters. You know, or hopefully, you know, rotational players. But uh, outside of Andy Lee, I don't know if there was uh, any longevity in that draft. No, class. you're right. You're right. It wasn't bad. I mean, he was probably a quality defender, not a starter. But- oh, my gosh, bro. If Dude, in 2000, we drafted Ahmed Plummer, who was way better than Shantae Spencer. Yeah. He was a third or fourth best corner at best. Yeah, he's Dante Johnson. Yeah, he sure is. He sure is. But he's got to check. Shout out Dante Johnson. D as in dog for that draft class, only because Isaac Sopawaga played for a while, played good football. Andy Lee played good football, and that's about it. Um, 2005, so this is when I always butcher his last name, Scott McLuhan. McLuhan? McLuhan? McLuhan. McLuhan. Right? Jamal, am I pronouncing his last name right? It's whatever. (laughs) His name is Scott. Scott. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. The man like his tequila. The man like his tequila. He got messed up and drinking on the job, and they fired him. But 2005, first overall pick, Alex Smith. David Bass, the inconvenient Hall of Famer, Frank Gore, Adam Steiner, Ronald Field, Rasheed Marshall, Derek Johnson, Davian Hawley, Marcus Maxwell, Patrick Estes, and Billy Bajama. Chris and Chris, what you giving his draft? I'm giving him A plus on the tequila choice. I think he's a <laughs> Don Julio fan must as well. So like I said, I give him A plus on his uh, choice of uh, tequila. But uh, on the draft wise, I would give him a, a, a good B plus. Because, I mean, Alex Smith, you know, say what you want about his first, you know, couple of seven years or so with us. But I feel like he redeemed himself. And even outside of uh, leaving the 49ers, he had a, a decent career. And then, you know, my guy, Frank the Tank, 
you know, so that's a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> if you can get one or two Hall of Famers in a draft, you know, that that's you know A plus. But I would say this this draft is about a about a B plus to me. He had some uh, good starters from uh, you know a couple of uh, linemen that were serviceable for us. I'm not mad at him. Come on, what do you give to the draft? I mean, I'd give it an F, but what? hold on, I give it an F, <laughs> F for Frank. But- with that, with Frank Gore being there in the third round, man, I got it up to like a, a B minus. Again, man, I mean Aaron Rodgers. I we know who how he would have been in San Francisco. But still, I mean Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in NFL right now, or top three, and we didn't get him. So it, it probably it probably rough three different OCs, and then Aaron Rodgers got to sit behind Brett Favre for what, four years. So yeah, um, yeah, and he's an asshole. <laughs> so you know. Alex Smith played. Alex Smith played 15 years, most of the years as a starter. Tough as nails. Um, so comeback player of the year. And so he's not a bust at all. Comeback player of the year. Um, Frank Gore, of course, is a Hall of Famer. Adam Snyder on there is a uh, a starter for over 10 years. Um, so I give that draft an A. Um, so 2006 can't with them can't win with them himself. Vernon Davis. Manny Lawson, Brandon Williams, Michael Robinson, Paris Harrelson, Paris Harris, Harrelson, our favorite friend of the show, Denali Walker, Marcus Hudson, Melvin Oliver, and Vicky Vaughn. <laughs> That's Jamal. a <laughs> Jamal, what'd you get this draft? Man, we, we can't draft for shit, bro. Like, look at oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Hot trash, man. Hot trash. I mean, this is, I mean, C minus, D plus, C. I don't know what to tell you, man. Is Vernon Davis not good? He's he's a good tight end. He's drafted six overall, so you expect to turn something out of him. Michael Robinson? What about him? He was good, wasn't he? Was he? He's a good fullback. Four years? He was, yeah, he was good. He was all right. All 24s are raw. Yeah, and Marshawn Lynch is his best friend. Oh, Brandon Williams, another bust of a receiver. Manny Lawson. I don't know why they drafted him first round. Clearly, Mario Williams is getting all the attention. He was getting the, you know, one-on-one on the right tackle. <laughs> oh, Delaney Walker, about, completely overrated in my opinion. What about Denali Walker? Completely said, overrated in my opinion. Chris, Chris, is he overrated? I, I love Delaney. I would like this to have him back the on the team. That was the question. I love Delaney. How is he overrated? The man can play like four positions. He yeah. played 11 positions in one game. <laughs> Google it. The man plays four positions very well. You know what I mean? But he didn't do anything great. He can do good things. He can do good, do good things. That's it. He can block okay, catch okay, run okay. He's not great. He can block great. He can He's catch great. Pick, so it's a, it's a flyer pick. But you guys are putting him on a pedestal. He, he ain't that guy. I would say this draft is a solid B. I, I agree with you, Chris. I agree with you. Players in that draft. You got you got two tight ends out of this draft. You got a backup running back. You had a starting uh, outside linebacker. And that's about that shit his entire career. But yeah, okay. Oh my gosh! All right, here we go. Two thousand seven. Listen, man. If you don't give Jamal, if you don't give this draft class an A, we're ending the show. Two thousand seven. Patrick Willis, Joe Staley. Jason Hill, Ray McDonald, Jay Moore, Deshaun Golson, 
Joe Cohen, Terrell Brown, Thomas Clayton, 2007. What say you, Jamal? All right. This is a solid, <laughs> solid A+, plus, only because <laughs> Thomas Clayton was just this all-around stud running back. Thomas Clayton? <laughs> <laughs> Check his stats. He made the team. And you guys say I'm drunk. No, no. All serious now. Patrick Willis, Joe Staley, Hall of Famers, A plus. Enough said. Yeah. And then so you have two Hall of Famers in the draft class. That that's that that's at least an A. It's oh, not an A plus. It's an A for sure. Yeah. And Deshaun Golson was pretty good at you know during his time with us as well. And Ray McDonald. Ray yeah, Ray McDonald. Shout out him. Catch him downtown San Jose at uh, Tres. Okay, so we all agree A plus, right, Chris? Yeah. All right. So then we got 2008. Kentuan Barmer, Shiloh Rochelle, Reggie Smith, Cody Wallace, Josh Morgan, Larry Grant. Now Larry Grant was drafted in the seventh round. He's probably the best player on this list. What do you I was say, Chris? Say that was probably the best. <laughs> that's, that's an F. That was, yeah, that was a solid F, boy. You went from A plus to an F. You know, you get studied for that test. That's an F. <laughs> Jamal, what you think? That's fun. I remember I had an amateur football game, East Bay Outlaws. I was playing with them, and uh, we had a game. I didn't go to the game because so I wanted to watch this draft. So I was like, we're getting Deshaun Jackson. We're getting Deshaun Jackson. We didn't get in the first round. Didn't get in the second round. I missed my game. Got cut the rest of the season after that. You got cut <laughs> from the team? Yep. Oh, I didn't show up to the game. Oh, for because of the draft. The draft. That's how important I was. And then, uh, yeah. And <laughs> you got Ken Juan Barber. It was a lose, <laughs> lose. That's for sure. 2009. So, all right, well, we're giving that F, right? F, yeah, that's the F. F minus. All right, that's 2009. Michael Crabtree, which the Raiders are still dumb for not drafting them. Glenn Coffey. Scott McClulip. We were both wrong about this guy, uh, Jamal. Nate Davis. Bear Pasco who everybody was wrong about Bear Pasco. They all thought it was going to be good. Curtis Taylor and Ricky Jean Francois. Jamal, what say you? Uh, uh, I'd say C minus. C minus. Chris? Yeah, I'll say about that uh, average category, about a C. No, C, C minus, something like that. Yeah, there was some uh, there was some highs and lows. They got some guys in the higher rounds that were good and the lower one that was also, you know, Ricky – Francois was a nice guy for us. I think Ricky Francois was a better defensive tackle than Michael Crabtree was a wide receiver. Uh, that's a win-win then. So I'm, giving that, I'm giving that draft a D. A D. A D. It says here, Crabtree had 54 touchdowns. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. I give it a D. How many chains he got? Uh, he had two. <laughs> he had two. And then it got ripped off. 2010, we got Anthony Davis, Mike Upati. Uh, we were all wrong about Taylor Mays, Navarro Bowman, Anthony Dixon, Booby Dixon, Nate Byam, Kyle Williams, Ugh. Philip yeah. Adams. What do you give this draft, Chris? Uh, I mean, it's like a B plus, slow key, A minus. I mean, you say what you want about Kyle Williams. He was productive, but he just nutted up at the wrong time. Uh, uh, oh, my B bad. Plus, though. I would say a solid B plus. And then, uh, uh, Jamal, what'd you say? Yeah, I, I say B plus, man, for sure. B plus. I, I was so hyped when we got Taylor Mays. Hell yeah, I could not have been more wrong on that dude. Yeah, you bought his jersey, didn't you? Uh, I won't talk about that. <laughs> Damn, Dad, how you gonna put him on blast like that, man? 
And yeah, B plus, definitely B plus, a learning moment for everybody. Um, yeah. That yeah. was that was our man Scotty's last year, and then 2011 was welcome to Balky and Harbaugh years. In their first draft, they had drafted Alden Smith, Colin Kaepernick, Chris Culver, Kendall Hunter, Daniel Krilgore, Ronald Johnson, wide receiver, Colin Jones, Bruce Miller. Michael Pearson and Curtis Holcomb. Chrissy Chris, what are you saying? I would say that's a that's a you know the words of hard part. That's an A plus plus draft. Yeah. Okay. I mean, shit, man. That's that's not bad. Those all of those players they contributed for us. Bruce Miller, D. They turned a DN into a fullback. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. He is drafted as a DN. Jamal, what'd you say? Yeah, I, w- I want to say A minus, but I'm gonna go B plus because uh, old Culliver, man, Chris Culliver just he just sucked, he really fucked up in the Super Bowl. But um, man, whatever happened to Kendall Hunter though? I thought he was a stud. Another 24. He retired early, right? I I just think he didn't get a chance to play. I think the Niners released him or got hurt. I think he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he got hurt. I just remember he turns Achilles. I think Achilles or ACL, one of those uh, season-ending injuries, and I guess he probably didn't bounce back. Yeah, I thought also, he was a real good compliment to Frank Gore. Also, he was number 32, wasn't he? Yeah. No. Kendall Hunter was 24. No, I'm pretty oh, sure he's right. 32. Right, yeah. Yeah. Booby. Booby. You're right. You're right. Booby Dixon, right? 24? Yep. Yes. All right. Yeah, so I'm giving that draft an A, man. You got Alden Smith. Uh, you know, he couldn't fight his demons. Uh, he's still t- uh, struggling with them. Uh, last we heard, he was arrested. I haven't heard anything back else after that. He's on Seattle, but I don't think Seattle is going to keep him. Um, and then Colin Kaepernick took the lead by storm. Should be playing, but that's just another story for a different day. Like you said, Kendall Hunter, Daniel Kilgore was a player, uh, played nine years in the NFL. Colin Jones was a special teamer. Bruce Miller, Pro Bowl fullback. You know what I mean? So A-plus a plus draft in my book. Uh, Harbaugh and Balky were feeling themselves a little bit the next year, and they went A.J. Jenkins, LaMichael <laughs> James, Joe Looney, Darius Lemon, Trent Robinson, Jason Slewy, and Cam Johnson. Chrissy Chris. F. It went from A++ to F. That, that was not a good draft. Like you said, they was feeling themselves a little bit. They, uh, I don't know if there's anybody on that team, uh, on that draft class, attributed to us. No. Well, LaMichael James a little bit, I guess. Special teams, but I mean, well, it was like second round pick, and you yep. resorted back to this being a punt returner or a kick returner. Nah, that's what I said. That, that that was not that was a sophomore slump right there, a little flop. Jamal, what do you say? Yeah, exactly what Chris said, man. Go from a high grade draft to an absolute bullshit, terrible. What the fuck are you thinking, draft? AJ Jenkins right? was Joe Looney, who's still I think still in the league right now with the Cowboys. Yeah, AJ Jenkins, Joe Looney is with the Cowboys, and so, uh, I mean, yeah, got to give that F. Lamichael, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest with you guys. If I was drafting, and Lamichael James was freaking brilliant at Oregon, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, didn't translate to the league. Now, uh, so they go on to lose the Super Bowl to the Ravens, and they come back and draft Eric Reed in the first round, Tank Cardening, Vance McDonald. Corey Lemonet, Quinton Patton, Marcus Lattimore, Quinton Dial, Nick Moody, BJ Daniels, Marcus Cooper. Jamal, what did it say to you? Yeah, that's a back-to-back. I mean, I want to say F, 
D minus, D minus. I mean, it's not a good draft. I mean, it agreed had a two, three good years with us, maybe four or five. Um, I kind of wish Mark Lasmore could have been healthy, but other than those two guys, man, it was just trash. Is it Chris? Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm gonna say about a D plus, you know, D plus draft. Uh, there was there was hope, there's potential, but it's never uh, fruition. So, like I said, uh, I'm gonna have to agree with uh, you guys on this one. It's a D plus draft. I'll give you guys a D minus. Really shame that Marcus Lattimore had got that injury in college. I went, he went from a Heisman front runner to couldn't 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 compete for a roster spot. Uh, Lock for a first round pick, man. He lost yeah. millions and millions. Yeah, yeah, injuries, crazy injuries. So this is um, Balky's last year with us here in 2014, and I always joke around. Jimmy Ward is the last gift that Balky gave us. Uh, so Jimmy Ward, Carlos Hyde. Marcus Martin, Chris Borland, Brandon Thomas, Bruce Ellington, Dante Johnson. There he is. Aaron Lynch, Keith Reeser, Kenneth Acker, Caleb Ramsey, and Trey Millard. Chrissy Chris, what do you think? I'm going to give that a B draft. Uh, solid B, solid. A lot of good uh, players in that draft. Real top heavy in the on the, the top end of the draft, but I'm going to go with a solid B because there was a lot of good players that contributed. You know, Chris Bowling was a, a, a shoot. I don't know, it was a Hall of Fame projection. It's <laughs> a, a couple years that he played with us. I mean, I was a tackling machine. Zach Thomas, who? You know? So, I would say that was like a solid B. They were due. The last couple drafts they did were, were shitty. But they, luckily, uh, they bounced back with this one. Jamal, what do you say? Um, I'd give it a, a C. See overall. I mean, I know Jimmy Ward's still playing with us at a high level, but the whole Carlos Hyde thing was just a bust. You know, kicking Frank Gore to the curb to bring this guy in, that just sucked. Yeah, absolutely man. true. Chris Borland, man. One and done. What could have been? So these guys, they drafted one, two, three, four, five defensive backs that draft, and none of them panned out. <laughs> they give them that a D minus. Um, well, one of them did pan out, Jimmy Ward, right? And so – um, he played four positions in a whole season before. <laughs> not 11. Yeah, not 11. Uh, 2015, you got Eric Armstead, Joukowsky Tart, Eli Harrell, Blake Bell, Mike Davis, DeAndre Smelter, Bradley Pinion, Ian Silverman, Trent Brown in the seventh round. Trent Brown, wow. Yeah, or, man, he got paid. Ori Anderson. Chrissy Chris, what do you think about that draft? Go with just a hard 76%. So I'm gonna give that a C. A nice solid C right there. The C draft right there. I mean, uh I give him props for drafting uh Trent Brown in the later rounds. Um but eh, it's all right. It was an all right draft. Nobody blew the socks off. Jamal, what do you say? Yeah, I, I give it about a C plus. It's interesting to see how many other guys are still in the league, you know, Trent Brown. Bradley Pinion, Mike Davis still out there, Blake Bell still out there. They're still producing. Right. Trent Brown, all right? Yep, all those guys still playing. Uh, Ian Silverman's also playing. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I give that a C. I give that a C. Uh, Ian Silverman is playing on the Raiders. Okay. Um, Keep getting those checks, my brother. Yep. Now, I was wrong about this guy, DeForest Buckner. 
Joshua Garnett, who I forgot all about even existed. Will Redmond, Rashard Robinson, Ronald Bear, John Theos, Fan Cooper, Jeff Driscoll, Kevin Taylor, Aaron Burbridge, who I was very wrong about, and Prince Charles Iwara. 2016 draft, Jamal. What do you think? Man, um, let's go with a C. I'm going to give it a C. Um, Defo, all pro. We let him go for nothing. Uh, Ronald Blair is pretty cool, but he's gone. Other than that, everyone else is trash. What do you think, uh, Chris? Chris? Uh, I, w- I was gonna give this like a D, but like for D, but for uh, Buckner, kind of averages it out to make it like a, like a C minus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll say outside of him, which was a home run, um, he kind of carries the whole draft class. Because other than that, eh, he's got a lot of backup players. If anything. Bag of players or players that are going to get cut. Aaron Burbridge, I swear to God, I thought was going to be the next Anquan Bolden, and I was forgot, and I was wrong about that. So, so we're going to go to the next two drafts, and we'll stop there because 2019, I think those players are still writing their destinies. Um, so 2017, one Solomon Thomas, one Reuben Foster, both in the first round, Akilo Witherspoon, C.J. Bethard. Joe Williams, George Kittle, Trent Taylor, DJ Jones, Peter Tamupanu, Adrian Colbert. One more time? No. <laughs> um, so this is uh this Lynch. is Balky and um Shani's first draft. Uh, uh they traded up for Joe Williams, who never played an NFL snap. Um, Solomon Thomas and Reuben Foster, two first-round picks that aren't on the team anymore. Akilah Witherspoon had maybe half a good year. C.J. Yeah. Bethard isn't on the team anymore. Trent Taylor isn't on the team anymore. D.J. Jones still is. Adrian Colbert is not on the team anymore. And Pita Tamapunu is not <laughs> on the team anymore. Um, I'm giving this draft a D. What about you, Jamal? This, this one's super tough because George Kittle is George Kittle. Um, everything around him before and after is unbearable garbage. Uh, so I'd say it's a C, C plus. But I do have one real quick, though. I think we traded Rashad Robinson. I don't know if you remember Rashad Robinson, the cornerback. We traded him the year before for a fifth-round pick. I don't remember if that fifth-round pick became George Kittle or if it was Trent Taylor. Yes. Uh, Chris, what do you say? I'm going to get this uh... – C minus, like I said, uh, you got Kittle to kind of. I wasn't gonna go on the give it like a D, but when you get a potential Hall of Fame or one of a, a transcending tight end, you know, it kind of elevates the draft a little bit, gives you a little cash egg, you know. Um, so I'm gonna give this one a C minus. I'm gonna give it a C minus real fast. Solomon Thomas was drafted third overall because he took a class with John Lynch. Ruben Foster failed a drug test and they still drafted him in the first round, traded up for him. Joe Williams quit on his college football team, and they still traded up for him. It's very, very uh, – you got to learn from your draft class, I guess you could say. Um, and so the last one, 2018, Mike McGlinchey, Dante Pettis, Fred Warner, Traverius Moore, Contavia Street, DJ Reed, Marshall Harris, Julian T- Taylor, and Richie James. Chrissy Chris, 2018 draft, what do you give it? Ooh, that's tough. I'm gonna go C plus. I mean, they got C plus. Ooh, C, man. C, C, 
plus. Dang, that's huge. Hard grader right there. Well, I tell you what, that was a hard grader. What are you gonna give him? What a B minus? Uh, Jamal, what are you giving him? Man, I hate Dante Pettis so much, but uh, I gotta give it a B minus because Fred Nor Fred Warner looks like the truth. But Lynch is a quality right tackle, and man, DJ Reed, we gave him away for nothing. Yeah, he's starting for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, look, you got Richie James, almost Mr. Irrelevant, and he might be our third wide receiver this year. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcel Harris is a solid backup. DJ Reed is starting for Seattle. Tavares Moore is a solid backup. Fred Warner is arguably number one or number two in the league. And Mike McGlinchey is a top ten oh. tackle for sure. Um, yeah. If you make a list, Mike McGlinchey is a top ten tackle. He has a fish. What lineman wears a fish? I <laughs> <laughs> just said he was a he was an old school ass fish. The scrub ass, like, oh he's he sucks. I'm giving him a B minus. B minus draft. So that was our draft class from 2000 to 2018, 2019, 2020, and of course 2021. Still right in their destinies. Um, you know, Bosa, Samuel, Hurd, Greenlaw. All those guys are still. All all those guys are still doing what they need to do. Kinlaw, Ayuk. You know what I mean? So hopefully these guys pan out and we get a couple A drafts when we do this uh, in two more years. Um, so, yeah. Jamal. I would say going forward, oh, the, out there, though, the 19, 20, and 21 draft class, I would say they, what it looks like from the outside looking in, they look like uh, A to B draft classes, I would say, so far. But like you said, they're still right now their destinies. Yeah, well, hopefully they have a DD or take an Uber. <laughs> That's more of that story. <laughs> Jamani, last words on the draft? Uh, I think John has got to do a little better. Uh, a little inconsistent. Got a few home runs. Got a lot of strikeouts. We'll see how his next fast goes. All right, Joe, take us out. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula, <laughs> open up my shirt. Like Jimmy Tom Sula Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula